You are listening to the Magnetic Marketing Marketing Secret Gold Members Only Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Russell Brunson. Welcome back to module number two of the Funnelology training course, the new art and science of funnel building. I hope you guys enjoyed the first module um, and that you've got a lot of ideas so far to help you understand the core concepts, some of these core fundamental concepts that will help you to build understand funnels, right? Like who is your dream customer? Where are they congregating? How do you create a hook, a story offer to grab those people? And then the next step is how do we get those people result? And so that's what this whole session is about is now you've got this person, you, you've done all the work, right? You, you figure out exactly who they were, you found where they were at, you hooked them, they, they, you got their attention, you told them a story, you made them an offer and they're like excited. Now what? Okay, now what most businesses do, unfortunately, is they sell somebody something and then they they hide like, "Uh, I hope the person doesn't see me again, right? That's not the way it should be. Okay, after something comes into your world, this is the beginning of a relationship, not the end. Okay, that's the difference between businesses that are successful and businesses that fail. Businesses that fail are ones who are their transactional, like, I got your money, I'm out. I got your money, I'm out. Okay, I don't ever want to be in a business that's transactional. I want to be in a business that's relationship based, right? Somebody comes in, they buy something, I'm going to give them value. They're going to enjoy the relationship. And if I do it right, they can continue to, to follow me on this path. Because, um, mo- I mean, if you think about like the goal of business is not so much to make money as much as it is to change somebody's life. Like what's the result? What's the, the product, the service, the things you can do to change that person's life? And we start looking at it through that lens, it shifts everything. So it'll make more sense as we go a little deeper in here, how that, how that all works. But um, so I'm going to jump right in. So session number two, again, is called the value ladder. Um, this is, uh, again, a core concept I taught initially in the dot-com secrets book. Um, and it's so fundamental behind everything we talk about inside of funnel building, like understanding this, um, this core concept will make everything else, uh, simpler as we kind of go through this. So a couple core principles to understand before we dive in. This is, um, my mentor, Dan Kennedy, one of my initial mentors and someone who I have tons of respect for, uh, to this day of everybody's stuff I've ever studied and I continue to study. I still spend the most time, uh, with Dan and Dan says something amazing. He said, ultimately the business that can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. Okay, so everything we're talking about in this session is all based on this this principle, understanding that uh, ultimately the business that can spend the most money to acquire a customer wins. Okay, so that's the the job, that's the goal, that's what we're trying to to do here. And funnels give you the ability to spend way more money to acquire a customer, but before you have a a funnel, you got to figure out like, where are you taking people? Okay, and so before we get to funnels, we start mapping out this piece of it, which is called the value ladder. Now, um, let me kind of walk you through this, this process. So this is how the value ladder works. So this right here is value. This right here is price. Okay. So if you look at this, these axes here. Um, I started thinking about like my dream customers. So I want to start with this. Like if you could, if you could really, really transform and change somebody's life at the highest level. And if money didn't, didn't matter, right? What that matters is that you're going to get somebody and you're going to change their life. What would that look like? I think about me in the funnel world, like the way that I could do that is like, let's say the, the, the way that I could, I could change life the most is, um, let's say I, I, I found you, right? And I say, look, I'm going to have you fly to Boise. So I pay for a flight. You fly over here to Boise. You get here. My entire team, I'm going to sit here and we're going to film your product up here. And then my team's going to design your funnel. We're going to drive traffic. We're gonna, like doing everything for you. Like that'd be the best possible thing we could offer somebody, right? And so that's at the top of the value, right? So the value is really, really high. Like this is the most insane value ever um, where Russell does the entire thing for you, okay? Um, now, obviously, if I'm going to do that, the problem is it's going to cost a lot, right? Because I got to pay for your flights and your hotel and then the space and my team to film videos and edit videos and, and to build your funnel and to write your copy, like all the different pieces that go into that, right? So it's going to cost a lot of money, right? So the value is high, but the price is high as well, right? But in a perfect world, this is what I would sell everybody, right? 
That's so I could serve somebody at the highest level. Okay? So that's, that's kind of the, the beginning part of the, of the value ladder, understanding that. Now, I always tell people, like, imagine if you just saw me for the first time ever. We just met. Hi, I'm Russell Brunson. I know I look like I'm 11 years old, but I'm actually this funnel nerd, and I'm really good at things like that. And, um, if you pay me a um, million dollars plus 30% of all sales come through your funnel, I will build you a funnel. I'll fly out here. My team will do all the work. What do you think? You'd be like, wait, what? Did you say a million dollars? No, no, no. A million dollars plus 30% of all revenue you ever make from that funnel or any lead that you sell after that funnel. That's what I charge for this. You'd be like... You're insane. You look like you're 11 years old. I might give you a million dollars cash that hopefully you'll build me a funnel that might work, right? Because it's, 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 it's too high. Like, like most people are going to say no to that offer because why? Because so far we haven't received any value. Like you have no relationship. You're like, why would I pay this person a million bucks? This makes no logical sense, right? So in a perfect world, I would just sell my best thing. In, in, in reality, that's hard because of that, right? Because the price is so high. So what we do instead is we build what we call a value ladder. Okay, so the way a value ladder works is I start down here. And I offer something where the value is good, but the price is low, right? So this is like a small price. This is like your big price. It's expensive. Um, and price, you know, value goes up here as well. So um, over here, let's just say I, I came to you and I said, hey, you should buy a copy of my book. It's called Dotcom Secrets. It's amazing, right? And so this is the bottom of the value ladder. And you're like, okay, that looks awesome. I'm like, oh, it is. Trust me. Um, Okay, so this is a book. Um, and so the thing is, this, it's, it's free. just covers like $7.95 shipping handling. So the price is low. The value is good. You get the book in the mail. You read it. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. I want, like, this book's amazing. I got so much value from this. Then guess what happens inside your mind? You're like, that is awesome. I got so much value. I want more. What else does Russell have, right? And so you start looking. You're like, what else does Russell have? And all of a sudden, you start looking. And us humans, we always do this. We naturally send up and we want more stuff. You start looking like, well, this book was good. What else does Russell have? And so you say, well, the next step is he's got this over here. It's, it's more expensive. It's more expensive here, but you get more value. So maybe this is like um, you get a home study course, right? So say home study course, right? So you go through home study course, you go through, you're like, that was amazing. That was awesome. You're like, well, what's the next tier? Like, oh, if you think that was good, you should come to Funnel Hacking Live because the price is more expensive, but there's more value. So come to FHL. And then you go through this tier and eventually you get a spot where you're like, I'm going to give Russell a million dollars. Because I provided value every single step along this value ladder. And so when you, time you get there, you're like, man, I made, you know, I made this much money here, this much money here. Like all along the way, they're more likely to just say yes to your higher end offers. Okay? You think about this, just human psychology. Like this isn't just true in business. It's true in all things in life, right? Um, I know in session one, I gave you guys an awkward example of me dating, which was really awkward for me to explain. Probably worse for you guys to listen to. But I'm going to give you another one. So imagine the value ladder when you meet someone for the very first time, right? So I met my wife, and I was like, dang, she is cute. If I'd walked up initially and be like, hey, do you want to get married and have babies? She'd be like, what? Like, you're a creep. And she would have ran away, right? So I didn't do that, luckily. Instead, I was like, okay, I'm making her offer. Colette. I want to take you on a date. And if we do on this date, here's the offer. And I'd create this offer, the whole bunch of value. And I'd tell it to her. And she's like, all right, I'll go on a date with you. I'm like, sweet. Right? She took the no-brainer off right here, the equivalent of like a book. Like, ah, oh, I'll give you seven ninety. I'll give you 10 bucks to try out a book. Maybe it's good. We'll find out. She goes on this date. We have an amazing time. It's a great experience. And then what happens naturally? If, if, she, if, if, I, if I get value, she gets value, we'll have value in this thing, then naturally she's going to want more. And I'll be like, hey, that was really fun. She's like, yeah, I did have a good time. I'm like, hey, do you want to go on a date next week? She's like, yeah, I would love to. And all of a sudden it moves to the next step, right? And then maybe the next week on a date and then the doorstep, I give her a kiss and then both get value. I'm like, that was awesome. Then it goes to the next thing. And eventually somewhere down the line, I say, hey, do you want to get married? Let's have a bunch of kids together. She's like, I would love to. And we get married. Now we got five kids together. Um, okay. But I didn't lead with that, right? You lead down here. You bring somebody and you provide value and people naturally want to send up your value ladder. So the same way it happens in relationships is the same way it happens 
in business. That's what I core to understand. So that's what the value ladder is, is, is we're taking somebody on this journey, right? Somebody comes in, like from last module, they, they see the hook, the story, the offer, they come in, they get the bait, they buy the book. We go on a first date, whatever the, the equivalent is for your business. They come into your clinic and, and you adjust them or they come in for free teeth cleaning. Like something happens, they come in. Now it's like we've started the relationship. Again, this is not the end. So many transactional businesses think that this is the business. This is the end. Okay? And it's like, no, this is the beginning. This is the beginning of the relationship. Now it's like, how do I provide value? How do I take them up here? Okay? And so to do this correctly, you start thinking about your business a little bit differently. Okay? And that's why I'm going to go deep into here with this whole value ladder presentation. So here's kind of a, a doodle of what a value ladder looks like. Um, now I'm going to share some examples uh, of value ladders I've been through. And I want you, as I, as I tell you this, to start thinking about it. Okay? And the, better you, the more you get used to understanding these things, the more you're going to start like, seeing them all the time. Whenever I tell people this the first time, it's like a magic trick. And then they're like, I get messages on Instagram and Facebook like, Russell, I just I went through the coolest value ladder today. Like, check this out. I'm like, oh, that's amazing. We all geek out together. It's fun. So one of the first times I ever saw this was right after my wife and I just got married. I started this company. Um, and at the time, it was just me. And uh, I was selling stuff. And then I was like, I need to hire an employee. So I hired my first employee, my second employee. And then we had you know, a handful of people. And they asked me, they're like, hey, do we get benefits? And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I think the benefit of hanging out with me is pretty awesome, right? And they're like, no, that's not, that's not awesome. I'm like, what do you mean benefits? And they're like, well, in a real company, there are... Um, there, you know, we get, we get dental insurance and health insurance, things like that. And I'd never had a job before, so I didn't know how that works. I was like, oh, let me figure it out. So eventually we figured out a way to get dental insurance for everyone. That was our first big benefit. So we got dental insurance. Um, and then I got a, a postcard in the mail. It was like, Hey, um, uh, coming for a free teeth cleaning. I was like, oh my gosh. So this, this dentist, uh, had a postcard that said free teeth cleaning. I got in the mail. I was like, okay, I, I have dental insurance now. I get free teeth cleaning. I'm in. So I remember I went to the dentist, uh, went for my free teeth cleaning, took the card in there. They went to clean my teeth. I was receiving value. I'm like, this is really, really great. And as I'm getting my, my teeth clean, I remember the dentist asked me something, uh, or maybe it was a hygienist. I can't remember exactly. It's been a little while, but, um, they basically asked me, say, so do you smoke? Do you drink coffee? I was like, no, why? Like, oh, well, your teeth were kind of yellow, so I assume maybe you're a smoker or you drink coffee. I'm like, what? My teeth are yellow? They're like, yeah, but that's okay. If you want, like, we have a teeth cleaning kit. We could, like, you know, give it to you and you can clean your teeth. And I'm like, oh, yes, like, please, like, yes, give me, give me a teeth cleaning click, right? Teeth cleaning, cleaning kit. And so um, they said, you know, they told me about that. I said, yes, give me the thing. They upsold me, boom, and I got the teeth cleaning kit, right? I moved up the value ladder. I spent more money. Price went up, um, and I got more value. Then they're cleaning a little while later and said, hey, did you have braces in your kid? I'm like, yeah, I did. How can you tell? Like, oh, well, your bottom teeth are crowding. Your top are kind of shifting a little bit. I was like, wait, what? Like, yeah, but, you know, that's, it's like, don't stress about it. If you want, there's Invisalign, there's retainers, things like that we can do. I'm like, well, tell me about that. Tell me about those kind of things. And um, eventually, I so I gave it, back then, I got a retainer. Recently, I got Invisalign um, to help straighten up my teeth, right? And boom, there's like a, I don't even know how much it costs, $3,000 uh, thing there. And did I get mad? It's like, no, I got, the price went up, but I received more value. Now I got white teeth. I got straight teeth. Okay. And luckily for me, I didn't have to have cosmetic dentistry. But that's like the next step, right? And you get cosmetic dentistry and you move people up this, this value ladder. So if you look at the typical value ladder for a dentist, here's right here, right? comes with teeth cleaning and there's whitening and there's retainer and Invisalign, there's cosmetic stuff. And they have a continuity program built in as well, where every single six months you come back for new teeth cleaning, new teeth cleaning, new teeth cleaning. Okay, so this is the value ladder of a dentist. And this is a pretty established thing, right? Uh, there are more advanced markets that understand these, these principles inherently, and they, they have them set up, and, and they, they do them. And dentists are one of the great examples of that, right? Um, they do it over and over and over again. Okay, so that's the value ladder for a dentist. Okay, and I want to start, you to start thinking about different value ladders, okay, that you've been through. 
Okay, here's the value ladder for an author, speaker, coach, consultant. Okay, you've probably seen this a lot if you're coming into my world at all, or other speakers or authors or things that you've tried to lead. Right, a lot of times they come in with a free book, with a book offer. Then from there they send it to a home study offer. Then maybe there's a live event and there's a mastermind. Right, and there's this ascension that goes up, where the value goes up and the price goes up. Okay, one of my favorite examples of this are Stacy and Paul Martino. Uh, there's some of my inner circle members who recently moved to Boise, Idaho, which is awesome. And uh, Stacy actually spoke at Last Funnel Hacking Live about value ladder. And I had her speak because they have one of the best value ladder. I've seen in our, in our community, but also she had a really unique way of teaching value ladder. She called her value ladder, the yellow brick road. Okay. And she said, if you think about this, she's like, every single customer who comes to you, they have an Oz that they want, right? You guys are here listening to me because you want to grow your companies through funnels, right? You want to make more money. You want to get more customers. Like that's your Oz, right? So the value ladder is me taking you on this journey to the wizard of Oz. Okay. And, um, so she talked about the yellow brick road and then she showed hers and this is like their yellow brick road, right? Uh, if you look at this image, it's so awesome. Like it starts down here with Dorothy and then it moves up to Glinda the witch and then the, the people on the journey and like this whole thing, taking them, taking their customer to Oz. Okay. So this is kind of the, their, their past. She showed at Funnel Hacking Live. And then you check this out. This is their company, right? They come in and there's a free web class and they move to their relationship breakthrough quick start and then their retreat and their level one, level two, level three, level four. Like this is their, their yellow brick road to Oz. Okay, so I kind of doodled it out so you can see it inside of our context. Uh, this is their relationship development value ladder. Okay, and right now they, they just recently launched a new tier of the value ladder, a, a free tier that moved down one level. They've dropped down and they've got their podcast and some free offers. From there, it sends people up to the 14 day boost challenge. And from there, their quick start home study. And then from their relationship breakthrough event retreat. And from their relationship coaching program. Okay, so they're sending people through this relationship. Okay, it's not a transactional business where someone comes in once and they leave. They come and say, look, you're a customer always now. We want to serve you at the highest level. Like, what else can we do? What else can we do? What else can we do? This is why it's so vitally important in the, the session we did, uh, uh, session number one, we talked about finding your dream customer and finding somebody that you love to be around, that you're obsessed with, you want to serve them at all levels. Because if you get the right person, this part of your business becomes so much fun. Every morning you wake up like, how else can I serve them? How else can I serve them? Okay, this whole entire training we're doing right now all came out of a, a, a question of like, the new year's starting. A lot of our community is struggling still with the core fundamental principles of funnel building. Like, what do we do? Well, let's do a course called Funnelology. It'll be amazing. We'll do it live over three days, then we'll turn to a course later, and like, and boom, now we're here, right? Because it's always with me being obsessed with you guys, my dream customers, people I actually care about. So for, for Stacy and Paul, they're helping people that have relationship problems. Okay, they've got a really cool process. For those who don't know, they've um, helped save over 10,000 marriages, and they do it in a way it's very unique. It's not couples counseling. In fact, they, they say that if you go into counseling, the two people are involved, it, it always falls apart. Okay, it's where a relationship transformation where just one person's involved. So they bring people in to come listen to their podcast, and they listen like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. They tell their own stories. They break false beliefs. They break false epiphanies. They provide value, and they're like, hey, if you like this stuff, come jump into our 14 day Boost Challenge. Boom, they come up. Okay, and then they're thinking, how else can we serve these people? We love these people. We want to help their marriage. We want to help their relationships. What else do we do? Oh, let's make a home study program. Oh, let's do a live event. Okay, and they kept creating these things to send people up towards Oz. Okay, so that's the power of a value ladder, you guys. When you get the right dream customer, the value ladder becomes fun. It's just how else can we serve these people? How can we change their life? What's their Oz? Okay, the more you think about what's the Oz of my customer, the more this becomes easier. Like, oh, well, this is the process I'm going to be taking people through. Okay, uh, this is my buddy's Chad Wolner. He's a chiropractor. And when I first met Chad, um, his business was kind of struggling and, 
And it was funny because um, we were always talking about marketing and funnels and all these kind of things. He's like, well, how does it work in my practice? And, um, and I, saw, I kind of started going just to see how his whole process worked. And a customer would see an ad. They'd come to the clinic. He'd do adjustment, like a $50 adjustment. It takes like three minutes to adjust somebody and then send them home. And hopefully the person will come back next week and get another adjustment. Like that's kind of the, the process of their business. And I was like, huh, that's, like, that's what chiropractors do. Like, I didn't really know. I'd never been around chiropractors before I really met Chad. And so that was kind of the business as I, as I knew it. And I remember about the time... This is probably it's before the London Olympics. Um, I was uh, I had a crazy hair and I decided I wanted to try to compete for the Olympics. And so instead of doing what normal people do and like plan things out, I called up the Olympic record wrestling coach and I offered him a job, moved him to Boise, Idaho, bought a facility, hired all the guys who were wrestling on the Olympic record team and flew them to Boise, gave them housing and shelter and gave them jobs. And uh, I was like, all right, now I can compete for the Olympics. I got the whole team here. Um, and so we started competing and it was really fun. And uh, we did it for about seven or eight months. And there's a whole other backstory behind that of why I never made it to the Olympics and why we ended up shutting it down. But um, in that interim, while we were all training and I was training and trying to figure things out, uh, we used to have a chiropractor who'd come every single day after practice and adjust all the wrestlers. And I remember... Uh, one day, the, the chiropractor, she wasn't able to, to make it. And she called the guys like, hey, I can't come in because of whatever, whatever thing. And they're like, oh, no worries. And so Justin Reese, one of the guys on the wrestling team, uh, he literally opened up YouTube and started watching YouTube videos like how to, how to do a chiropractic adjustment. And he watched two or three videos. And he got done. He's like, okay, I know how to do it. And he got all the guys lined up. And he started adjusting everyone on the team. And I'm watching the amazing. Like, first off, is he going to kill these people? Like, is he going to break their neck? Like, he's a big... You know, he took third in the world. He's guys like a big, huge, um, probably one of the strongest, scariest men you'll ever meet if you met him on the street. Also, like the nicest guy ever. But like, he's adjusting all these people. I'm like, we're either gonna have someone, you know, going having some, some problems, or something's gonna happen. But he adjusted everybody. And everyone's fine afterwards. I remember that night, I called up, I called up Chad, Doctor Wilner. I was like, dude, this is the funniest thing. And I knew he was gonna be mad. But I told him, I was like, Justin's watched a video about how to adjust people, and he adjusted everybody. Like, and uh, and I was kind of laughing, and he got so mad. He was like. He's like, first off, he shouldn't be adjusting some without an education, like all these things. I'm like, no, 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 I know. I, I told you, you were completely right. He was stupid. He should not have done that. But dude, I want to I point something out to you real quick. The only thing that you sell right now, Justin was able to learn in about 10 minutes on YouTube, and now he's able to do it as well. I said, when you were in medical school doing all the stuff that you did to become a chiropractor, did you learn anything else besides how to do that one little thing? He's like, yeah, we learned how to do this and this and like nutritional things and how to do this. And like oh, and all of these things, it's going on and on and on and on and on. And after about five minutes of him spilling all the stuff he learned that he was capable of doing, I, I stopped him. I said, then why are you only selling one thing? Why are you only selling adjustment? Like what other value could you actually provide to your dream customers when they come in the door? And he's like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that before. We started thinking, we started talking about like, well, what else can you do? Like, well, I could make a wellness program. I could do this. I could, he started looking like, what can you create up here? What can you create down here? And also shifted from like, all we do is we sell adjustments. Okay. This is a typical chiropractic value ladder. All we sell is adjustments to like, what other value can provide your dream customers? They're coming to you. They're trying to get relief. What's their odds? Okay. They're trying to get healthier, trying to get happier, trying to lose weight, trying to gain weight. Like what's, like, what's the odds for your dream customers coming in? Now let's create different products, different value, different things on the value ladder to help them to get to their, to their end goal. And so from that, Chad created a whole bunch of things, created free information, get massages, health assessments, wellness programs, a whole bunch of things, and build out a, a whole value ladder. And now Chad's able to spend more money to acquire a customer than any of the other chiropractors in town. Okay? Because now he's not just selling a $50 adjustment. He also sells a $5,000 thing and a $2,000 thing and a whole bunch of other things as well. Okay? See how that, how that works? Okay, so that's the process of a value ladder. So the question is like, what does your value ladder look like? Okay. The first thing I want to talk about to help you understand this is as you're talking about what your value ladder look like is you got to figure out the odds for your customer, 
right? We're always thinking about like, what's the product we're going to sell? What's the, what's the offer we're going to make? And it's like, those are parts of what this game is about. But the real game is, what's the odds? What's the end story? What's the big result we're trying to get for somebody? Okay. And so we do that by creating what we call a value ladder mission statement, VLMS. Okay. And this was not in the original, original dot-com secrets book, but as we started building more companies over the last five or six years, we found out how vitally important this was. And now it's in the new version you guys will see when you get that, when you have a chance to read it. But what a value ladder mission statement is, is this is the mission statement of your company. A lot of times people will come to me and they want me to invest in a business and they'll send me like, here's my business plan. It's like 800 pages of just like fluff about like, oh, the industry bubble and all these things. I'm like, can you doodle it on a napkin? And if it doesn't look like a value ladder, you should probably just leave. Okay. Like this is the blue, like this is your business model for me, right? Like, like someone's come in and then we're going to send them here and here to here. And then the whole thing as a whole is like your value, ma- your value ladder mission statement is like, what's the end goal of this whole thing, right? If I'm in business trying to sell people something, make money, like I'm, in the, I'm not in a good business, right? If I'm in a business to help people to do something, to get to a certain odds, that's the kind of business that actually has meaning and value in the world beyond, beyond just making transactions, right? So this is what the value ladder mission statement looks like, okay? We help somebody, our dream customers, we help our dream customers to get this result through a certain vehicle, through your, your specific vehicle, okay? So if I was a dentist, I'd say something like this. We help families in our community, okay, that's our dream customers, to increase their confidence, that's the result they want, through creating a beautiful smile they're proud to share. Okay, it can be an example of a value ladder mission statement. So everything we now do inside of our business comes back to that, okay? Is this offer, is it helping families in our community increase their confidence through a beautiful smile? Invisalign, yes, it does. It makes total sense. It fits inside our value ladder. Okay. A lot of people add things that are value ladder that they think they put in there because it's going to make them more money. It's like, but this doesn't fit into your mission statement of your value ladder. This is the mission statement of your whole company. Like, if it doesn't fit in this thing, you got to get rid of it. In fact, this year, you probably noticed we've cut a lot of things out of ClickFunnels, things, software features, uh, coaching programs, a whole bunch of stuff that we did in the past we got rid of because it wasn't fueling the value ladder mission statement. Okay. So here's the value ladder mission statement for ClickFunnels. We help, who are my dream customers? Visionary entrepreneurs. Those are my dream customers. We help them do what? Okay. The Oz is to grow their companies. Okay, and they can grow their companies a lot of different ways. They can do it through different channels or vehicles, but I want them to grow their, com- their companies through my specific vehicle, which is a sales funnel. Okay, so I help visionary entrepreneurs to grow their companies through sales funnels. That's the value ladder mission statement of my entire value ladder. So as I'm designing any product or program or service or software or everything comes back to like, does it fit into the mission statement of our company? If not, then it doesn't, it doesn't fit. There's not a point, there's not a purpose for it. <clears throat> okay. Um, so we fulfill our value ladder mission statement through a whole bunch of stuff, through, through books, through online courses, through live events, through software, through coaching, through mastermind groups. These are all things we do to help people to achieve our value ladder mission statement, okay? If you look at our value ladder uh, right now, it's very simple, okay? Uh, I've had times in the past where my value ladder was super complex. Um, we've called them value mazes sometimes where even customers get lost going through different channels, different places. Um, over the last year, we've been simplifying and chopping and simplifying and chopping and simplifying and chopping. And um, for the most part, in fact, not all of this has been released yet, but if I'm lacking live this year, the last step will be released. But this is our value ladder now. now. On the bottom tier, we've got a whole bunch of books, dot-com secrets, expert secrets, traffic secrets, lead funnel, like all of our front-end books that people come in for a very low ticket. They receive value. If they like that, then we try to get them on the next step to, hey, if you thought dot-com secrets was good, you should try our software. It's called ClickFunnels. It's amazing. It's 97 bucks a month. Use this to build your funnels. Okay. If they like ClickFunnels, our next goal is to send them up to the next thing, which is ClickFunnels Platinum. And a lot of you guys are in ClickFunnels Platinum. It's $297 a month. You get ClickFunnels, but you get an unlimited account at ClickFunnels. Plus, you get FunnelFlix and all the training. And it's the next level, next tier. 
Okay, so that's the next year. If you go there, you get a bunch of value, and you're like, this is amazing. I got all this training, all this programs, all this, everything, plus all the software upgrades. Then hopefully you'll send it to the next level, which is called ClickFunnels Collective, which is not live yet, so I can't tell you anything else about it. But it's amazing, I promise you that. Okay, but it's simple. Okay, your value ladder is going to need 8,000 steps. Ours has four, and we're a company that's well over $100 million a year. Okay, simple value ladders that you can take people through. Okay, all right, so your value ladder is your business plan. Okay, as you look at this, your value ladder comes in, there's free offers, there's fronted offers, there's middle value ladder offers, and there's back end offers. Okay, now I'm gonna go a little deeper in this because for each tier of the value ladder, there's different kind of funnels you use. I'm gonna talk about that in a minute. But the first thing I wanna, this is the caveat that every time I talk about value ladders, I get a little nervous about, is I show people this and they're like, oh my gosh, this makes total sense. So what that means is I'm gonna create a huge coaching program, I'm gonna create um, some, a live event and a home study course and a book, and, and they get there and they're like, this is everything I create, this is my business model. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of stuff to create. And they go and they try to launch all these things at once. And they're creating coaching programs and mastermind groups and home study courses and events and everything and they never get out of the door, okay? The value ladder is your business plan. This is where we're going. This is not where you are today, okay? You can ask any of the people that are in my inner circle for the last five or six years as I was running it. I always told people, I said, look, when you come in inner circle, you're allowed to pick one, one tier of the value ladder, and you're allowed to only focus on that one offer, that one funnel until it's made at least a million dollars. After it's made a million dollars, then you're allowed to do funnel number two. Okay, because all of them have the same problem. I'm guessing you do as well. What happens? They get all excited, like, this is amazing. And they build a funnel, they make like, they launch it, they make like 30 grand or 100 grand, like, this is awesome. They make another funnel, they make another funnel, they launch it, make 20, 30 grand, they make another one, they keep doing it, keep doing it, and then companies never grow. Okay? And so for all of them, I came in, like most people, when they first came in the room, first thing we do is we kill 90% of their funnels, we say focus on just one, and then that's the only one you're allowed to focus on until it's made a million dollars. As soon as you get two comic club award, then you can do your second funnel, but not until it's hit two comic club. And they're always like, feel handcuffed at first and then free later on, otherwise, oh my gosh, I just got to be creative and figure out more ways to sell this. Um, so that's the big key is that for all you guys, we're not going to have you do all of these. You're going to pick one and you're going to focus on that until it hits two comic club. Then you're allowed to do number two. Okay, so this is the business plan. This is saying, I know I'm going here right now, okay, but where do I start? For most people, I recommend starting in the middle of the value ladder, okay? And I'll show you guys what those look like here in a second, but it's easier to start there. That means something that's like, you know, $500, maybe $2,000, like something like that, selling through a webinar or a presentation, or again, I'll show you the funnels here in a little bit. But starting there in the middle, um, have that be your first funnel and your focus to your first million bucks is usually the best. Then from the, like, for example, when we launched ClickFunnels, guess what we did? We had a thousand dollar version of ClickFunnels. I went out, I did a webinar, uh, at least one a week, usually three or four a week, every single week for an entire year until we'd done over $10 million in sales. And then I went down and I launched the dotcom Secrets book. Okay. I didn't launch them all at once. Okay. Um, for so many reasons. One is then your ad team's like driving ads this and this and this, and it's just everything is watered down. You don't succeed because you're not focused. If you focus on one funnel to hit a million bucks, that's the most likely to be successful, okay? So don't get stressed out of looking at my value ladder and be like, I'm gonna create all this crap. Look at it and say, this is the future over the next five years, what I'm gonna create. Okay, for the next year, I'm just creating this one. I'm creating a webinar, I'm creating a course, and I'm creating a whatever. I'm gonna focus all my energy, all my effort on that one funnel. I'm gonna focus on it. Okay, Russell keeps saying, I'm one funnel away, I'm one funnel away, I'm one funnel away. Maybe he knows what he's talking about. Maybe he's coached thousands of people to the Two Comic Club. Maybe, maybe I'm just going to pay attention to him and just focus on the one, tell you Two Comic Club, and then it's like, I have all this built up, um, you know, all this built up like demand for something. Now is going to release the next thing. Okay, Liz Benny's a good example of this. When Liz first came into our world, uh, she came in right before ClickFunnels launched. She was one of our very first people ever on the platform. Still one of my favorite people to this day. 
And Liz launched her very first webinar and she focused on it and she sold it and she sold it and she sold a thousand dollar course until uh, she got over a million dollars and she passed to Comic Club and she, I was like, okay, now like, what do you want to create now? She's like, my people are freaking out. I'm like, what do they want? She's like, they want a coaching program. I'm like, how do you know? She's like, because they keep yelling at me every single day. And I said, yes, now's the time you release the, the back end of your value ladder because there's so much built up um, demand and attention. People want it and that's easy to get like, hey, uh, I got a $25,000 coaching program. Who wants in? And boom, overnight. You do more money in one email than you did the entire year prior year to it, right? Um, I remember Justin Terry Williams on the real estate market. And the same thing, they had two or three thousand dollar course. They're selling like crazy, and then uh, they came to our first inner circle meeting. I said, "You guys should launch a twenty five thousand dollar course." And remember, they looked at me and said, "Well, nobody will buy a twenty five thousand dollar course." And I, I was like, "How much did you spend to be in this room?" And at the time, inner circle was twenty five grand. She's like, and uh, I can't remember. Justin or Terry was like, "Oh, we paid twenty five grand." I'm like, "Okay, so you paid for it." So now you just got to believe other people pay you for it. And so that night they went to the hotel room, they sent out an email, and I think they got 16 people to pay them 25 grand from the one email. Okay? But if they would have started with that, they emailed their non existing list to run Facebook ads to their $25,000 program, it probably wouldn't have happened. Why? Because people, it was, it's going straight to here. They didn't have any, they didn't build up any value yet. You start something like this, you build up the value, then you're like, oh, here's a coaching program. These people will go crazy for it. Okay, that's why I always tell people like when you start your your company, it's like it's like you have a big boulder and you're pushing it up a mountain, and you're pushing and you're pushing. It's like harder, it's like hard, hard, hard. So you get to the top of the mountain, then it goes over the edge, then it starts taking off like crazy, right? Hardest thing is getting your first two comic club because you're putting in all the effort, you're you're pushing this thing, you sell after sell, sell. But you're at the top, you got a thousand customers paid you a thousand bucks. That's like here's a coaching program, and boom, overnight thirty people pay twenty five grand. It's like woo, it takes off, and then the next thing you sell, next thing you sell becomes really really easy. So the, from zero to a million bucks is the hardest part. After a million, it's easier and easier and easier as you start growing your company. Okay, but the hardest part is this this phase right here. Okay, but so that's why you got to focus here. If you're trying to do this and launch this and write a book and do this all at the same time, none of them are going to work. So one funnel till you pass a million bucks. Okay, now when do you come back and start adding these other things? Okay. What happens is eventually if I have, let's say it's a webinar funnel or a presentation funnel, I'm driving all the ads to it. Eventually you start getting ad fatigue, okay? Where I've, like we had that same thing. We'd sold over uh, $10 million in click funnels and like the ads started fatiguing because so many people had seen the ads. So that's when I said, okay, you know, I need something new, a new hook to grab people's attention. Let me come down the value ladder and I'm going to launch a book. I'm going to launch the dot-com secrets book and boom, that is when it, that one took off. Now people bought dot-com secrets book dot-com secrets book and they had to ascend it up to the next thing, okay? But I didn't start here. I started in the middle. So I would recommend for most of you guys to start in the middle of value ladder. That is the core focus point. Get $2 million in sales. Get your two column a couple award. Come on stage and make fun of my Get your award. And then after that, then either go up market, upstream, right? You do high-end coaching program or high-end back-end offer or go down and make front ends to get more people into you, into your big one. Okay, but that's kind of, that's the smartest way strategically to, um, to, to use your value ladder, Okay. So I, I want to put that out before everyone stresses out. I'm like, ah, oh, I got to make 5,000 funnels, okay? Um, you're just going to be doing one, okay? <laughs> All right, so there's the value ladder. The offer is the value ladder. Now, one thing I understand is that each tier of the value ladder here, there's different funnels to sell each tier, okay? So uh, there's different fun- types of funnels for each step in the value ladder, okay? So the bottom of the value ladder, okay, I'm trying to get stuff here. I call these lead funnels. These are funnels where I'm getting leads to come into me, okay? Um, now, there's a lot of types of lead funnels. I would say probably, yeah, I don't know the exact percentages on any of these things, so don't trust my percentage numbers over the next like, five minutes what I'm talking about. But I'd say like, 90% of all the people who are generating fun- uh, leads are doing it through one of these types of lead funnels, either a, a traditional lead funnel, a survey funnel, or a summit funnel. This is what a lead funnel looks like. This is what a survey funnel looks like. This is what a summit funnel looks like. 
Okay. And by the way, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow's first session, I'm going into lead funnel. So I'm going to go deep into lead funnel, survey funnel, and summit funnel. I'm going to show you how it works, show you each page what they do, show you some examples and case studies so you'll be able to see exactly how all these three types of funnels work. Okay. So that's the bottom tier is lead funnel. As you go up the value ladder down, so it's spending a little bit more money or money because lead funnels, there's no money trading place. You're saying, give me your email address and I will give you this thing. This is, that's the offer, right? Okay. So that's the first year. We move to the next year. This is, this is, I call them an unboxing funnel. Okay, unboxing funnels where uh, the lower ticket things down here, right? So, for example, the three unboxing funnels that 90% of people use, again, I have no idea, but it's, it's pretty much the majority of people use one of these three funnels for the unboxing funnels. It's a book funnel if you're an info product seller. It's a cart, so that's what a book funnel looks like. It's a cart funnel if you're selling e-commerce physical products. If you look at this, notice this book funnel and cart funnel look almost identical. There's one big difference I'll tell you about tomorrow between a book funnel and cart funnel. It's one, it's, it's a huge difference, but it's like, it's most, almost everybody misses it. So I point it out and they're like, oh my gosh, are you serious? That's it. Okay. So that's the second session. Oh, sorry. The book funnel, cart funnel, and then challenge funnel. These are the three core unboxing funnels we use over and over and over and over again. Okay. As I show you guys, these, you start looking at all my funnels. You're like, oh, that's all that Russell's doing. Just those three funnels. Okay, so I'm going to go through tomorrow afternoon after lunch. I'm going to go through those three funnels with you, the book funnel, the cart funnel, and the challenge funnel. Okay, so that's the unboxing funnels. Then the next year, the value ladder comes to the presentation funnels. And this is, again, where most of you guys are going to start. Not everybody. Some of you guys will start unboxing funnels, and some of you guys will start presentations. Some of you guys will start phone funnels. But um, for the majority, I'd say... I'd say two-thirds of you guys, I'd recommend starting at a presentation funnel, okay? So presentation funnels, there's different kinds. There's sales letter funnels, look kind of like this. Okay, there's webinar funnels, look like this. And there's product launch funnels. Oh, there's, auto, sorry, auto webinar funnels. I forgot. I slipped that in because they're similar. So there's webinar funnel, auto webinar funnel. And the last one there is product launch funnels. So um, the majority of people selling through presentation funnels is either the sales funnel, webinar funnel, or product launch funnel. So um, on Saturday morning, I'm going to go into all of those deep. I'm going to show you as deep dives how they work, the intricacies between uh, with how, you know, what happens to each page, what the scripts say, et cetera, et cetera. That's what's happening there in, the, in the, the presentation style funnels. Okay, and then the last type of funnel here on the back end are our phone funnels. This is where you're generating lead online and then you're taking them offline. You're calling them on the phone and things like that. This is what the phone funnel uh, funnels look like. And so on Saturday after lunch, I'll be showing you guys um, the phone funnels. I'm going deep into that, how they work, the scripting, all those kind of things. Okay, so if you look at the value ladder, these, this is what the value looks like. The front of the value ladder are lead funnels. As you move up, they go to unboxing funnels. From there, they go to presentation funnels. And the, the back of the value ladder are our phone funnels. Okay, and so as you learn about these, I want you guys to understand these are the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10. These 10 funnels constitute pretty much every funnel I use. Okay, um, people think I'm, I, I don't know, it's just funny. There's like a million things you could possibly do, but like, oh, in reality, it's, it's always one of these. Okay, if I'm trying to generate leads, I'm using one of these three funnels. If I'm trying to uh, do unboxing funnels to sell a low-ticket thing, it's one of these funnels. If I'm doing uh, more expensive things, I'm selling it through presentation funnels and really expensive things through phone funnels. Okay? And so um, in the new dot-com secrets book, you'll see that this is the core stuff we're teaching about. And that's why I wanted to teach these things to you guys now. So you can look at these all and be like, okay, Russell, Russell said pick one funnel. I'm going to do, based on my type of business, I'm going to do a presentation funnel. And the one I like the most is product launch funnel. And I know this is the only funnel I need to focus on. I'm going to geek out on this. I'm going to spend the next year of my life focusing on this funnel and mastering it until I make a million bucks, okay? Or you're like, um, for my company, I'm selling physical products. Um, I'm going to pick cart funnel. I'm going to do what Russell says. I'm going to focus on a cart funnel for next year until I hit a to two combo club. All my energy, all my efforts is going to be on cart funnel. You're going to focus on that and just master that, okay? So my goal for you guys is to understand and learn all of them. Understand here's where we're going. Here's the value ladder. Here's the different funnels each step of the value ladder and then picking the one. 
Okay, that's my goal for this entire Funnelology event is for you to pick the one to focus on for the next 12 months of your life or more, whatever it takes to get you to the two comma club and then just focus on it. Okay. If you focus on that one, that's how you're going to be successful. Cause then you can focus your time, your energy, your effort. You can go funnel hack 20 people to have that type of funnel, see what they're doing, figure out the intricacies, figure out this and that. And like now it gives you something you can do and focus on and master and become great at. And that's, that's really my goal. Okay. So that's kind of it for the, for the value ladder presentation, you guys. I know it wasn't super complex, but it sets up everything else we're, that we're going to be doing. Okay. So again, the game plan is, um, uh, session, Session uh, three is going to be lead funnels. We can go deep in those three types of funnels. Session four is the unboxing funnels. We'll go deep there. Session five will be the presentation funnels. We'll go deep into there. And session six is going to be uh, the phone funnels. And we'll go deep into there. That's what's going to be happening over the next two days. And so thank you guys so much for listening in on this session. You've been listening to one of our gold members only podcasts. Make sure you upgrade and become a diamond member and get access to the diamond members only podcast as well. On top of that, you'll also get access to the whole enchilada with all of Dan's courses and so much more. So make sure you upgrade to diamond now by going to diamondupgrade.com.